Welcome to episode 266 of Hit the Mic with the Stacey Harris. I really, 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 really want to talk to you about something very, very important today. And so that's what we're going to do. That's the joy of being the host of the show. I get to say what we talk about. So here's the deal. Is you're likely spending time uh, and energy and possibly even money on your social media right now. If you're not, I'm not super sure why you listen to the show. I mean, you're welcome to continue to listen to the show. But seriously, tweet me and tell me why you listen to the show if you don't do anything with social media right now. Um... So if you're doing these things, which we're going to assume you are, uh, you want to know that they're working. And if they're not working, you want to know that too. Uh, Because that's what informs being able to um, make decisions about changes, implement new things, decide on new networks, uh, and also really streamline your time so that you're spending the right time in the right places instead of trying to spend all the time in all the places and ending up spending no time in no places. I just said places a lot. So I want to talk to you a little bit about a three-step, three-piece social media review that you can totally do yourself. Now, full disclosure, if you want to up-level this, you really want some outside help, I do offer a social media review. Um, Check them out over on the show notes page, thestacyharris.com slash episode 266. We can sit down together and, and, and go through your social um, with a call, or I can just send you a video review and a PDF sort of outline of that review. Um, but this is a great way to get started if you're not re- yet in a position where you can have somebody come on and help you. One thing I do suggest, though, is this can be a really cool thing to go through with an accountability buddy or um, a mastermind partner or somebody like that, a business buddy, because sometimes... It's easier to see things when they're not your own. And so you can kind of work through this process together on both of your social media accounts. Uh, and, it, and and it's win-win. You both help each other. So there's a couple of choices. But either way, I want to jump into sort of the three pieces of this. And the first thing I want to talk about is the cosmetics of it. That's the reality is, is people are going to see the front end. And, and a lot of times when I talk to people about social media reviews... They want to go right to uh, insights and they want to know what's driving traffic. And that's important and we're going to get to that. But the first thing I want you to look at is that front side of your profile. Because often, if you're seeing a lot of traffic driven to your site via Facebook, for example, but it's bouncing at a really high rate, it's likely because you're setting them up for something that they're not actually getting or where they're landing is somehow confusing or a disconnect from where they just were. And so I want you to look at that front end, look at things like your bios and your about areas and your profile photos. And if the network that you're looking at has cover photos, that look at those things and make sure that they are all consistently branded and that you're maximizing anywhere where you can put text to really make who you are, what you do, your brand sort of core message really clear. Now, obviously, you're not going to write a full-on dissertation in any of these places, but sometimes, I see this a lot, actually, (laughs) we edge on the side of cute over clear, and that's a mistake because as charming and wonderful as we think something is, it often makes zero sense to other people. Here's an example of this. Um... A year or so ago, I had a mastermind, a three-month mastermind um, 
that I ran called Business Amplified Mastermind. And it was named that because I wanted it to be called BAM. It was exactly the BAM your business needed. It was the Business Amplified Mastermind. And it was hilarious to me because because the members of BAM would come to me and they're like, oh, BAM, I get it. <laughs> it's like, well, you didn't get it before? I spent so much time thinking about that. I thought it was so clear. And people just, they didn't think about it. They thought of, okay, it's a mastermind. Okay, it's called BAM, whatever. So don't spend so much time thinking about cute that you forget clarity. The clarity is way more powerful. So, you know, as charming as it may be to call yourself a, uh, you know, a, a word wrangling supernova of copy, I don't know what that means. And if that's your actual bio, I'm, I just made that up. I wasn't calling you out. Um, so make sure, you know, another example is for a while I went by head rockstar. That's what was on my business cards. That means nothing. It means nothing to anyone but me. It's my obsession and, and sort of the message sort of in my brand. So now you know what they say, my business cards say? It's super boring. Social media consultant and trainer. Cause that's what I do. And it tells you very clearly what I do. Uh, and so make sure in your copy, in your about areas, in your profile um, bios, in the description of your cover photos and your profile photos where you're talking about what you do or who you are, make sure that it's clear, not just cute, uh, especially when we have a limited number of words, okay? All right, so again, consistent branding with your photos, uh, consistent branding with your copy, the kind of language you're using if you're cussing or you're not cussing. Uh, if you have you know, certain phrases you bring through your brand, business and brand a lot, make sure you're using them. I use the word amped or amplified a lot. It's just, it's a word I use a lot in my branding. Uh, so it's it's in my bios, it's in a lot of places. Uh, you'll also notice that some of my bios include um, douchebaggery free social media or social media without the douchebaggery. That's because when you land on my website, that tag that's in, uh, that's right on the homepage is very similar to that. And so it's again, it's very like, yep, you're still with me. Um, so give that reassurance. So that's your cosmetic thing. That's where you're gonna start. Number two, numbers don't lie. You are definitely going to need to look at the numbers. So go in and look at your, uh, your posts and break down positive engagement, negative engagement, especially in Facebook insights, they'll break down if it was hidden or you were unfollowed, hide one, hide all. Um, and so you can kind of see, and that's a really good indicator of what's not working, what's sort of turning people off. And don't live and die by these numbers. Don't live and die by the negative feedback that your posts may get. We all get it, everybody gets it. Um, you know, especially with the Facebook algorithm, I think we see this because even when you post really consistently, it doesn't necessarily consistently show up in that specific fan's um, newsfeed. And so they may not remember liking your page. I mean, a lot can happen. So don't take it super hard, but it's good to know because if suddenly you've got no negative feedback for like 200 posts, and then you get 15 pieces of negative feedback. That's a really big indicator that you made a misstep there and you need to look at what it is that's different from everything else you're doing within that post. So that's a really good um, touch point of information. So pay attention to those numbers. The clicks, the likes, the comments, what's getting engagement, what's driving traffic. And don't just look at you know the network specific insights that Pinterest and, and Facebook and, and in, not Instagram, Pinterest and Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn are offering you, 
Also look at your Google Analytics because they'll tell you what's happening on the site. You can actually see how much of your traffic on Facebook is going to a blog post and then leaving or going to a blog post and then going to other blog posts. This was something I learned um, a couple of years ago was really, really interesting to me. When I post an article or a podcast or something on Facebook, it's quite often that when they come, when somebody comes over from Facebook to my site, they'll stay around and look at some other things. Twitter almost never does that. When somebody comes from a tweet to a piece of content, they may stay and consume that piece of content, but they generally don't tend, and they may opt in, but they generally don't tend to go from podcast to podcast to podcast. If anything, what they tend to do more often is go to like the episode list on my website or um, who, or bounce out to like an iTunes. Um, so that's really, that was really interesting, but that's good to know as far as how you're prepping your content, how you're sharing it. Um, I share a lot more repurposed content over on Twitter because A, I tweet more than I post on Facebook, uh, but also B, people aren't jumping from episode to episode as much. They're sort of going to where they, you know, intended to go to and then they're leaving. So that's important to know. Um, so pay attention to not only the site specific uh, information provided to you from the networks, but also look at your Google Analytics and see, you know, is your bounce rate really high? What's, you know, are people sticking around? People tend to stay on my site longer from Facebook than they do Twitter. Um, Pinterest content rarely stays. It just, they don't, it just doesn't happen. It's very interesting to me. Um, but so knowing that is really valuable. So take advantage of that information. The third thing I want you to talk about as soon after you talk about um, your cosmetics and, and look at your, you know, have a really honest look at your numbers is look at the big picture. Once you have this information, once you've reviewed this stuff and you see the tweaks and the changes you want to make, I want you also want you to look at, is this network the best network for my time? Am I using this in the best way? Use those numbers about engagement and click through and likes and comments and shares. Look at that stuff and say, am I doing my best value to my audience and my business by spending time here? Because that's going to change over time. Networks evolve, audiences evolve, uh, information changes, the way we consume information has changed. Even when you think about, you know, you may have the same, let's say you have the same Facebook page for five years. Facebook is still not viewed and engaged with the same way today as it was five years ago. Doesn't mean you're still using Facebook, but is your audience still using Facebook? Are they still using it the same way or do you want to make some content tweaks? This is something we did early in 2016 this year was we, we changed how often certain pieces of content went out. We changed how the frequency of content. We've changed some of the form. Uh, we do a lot more video and links than photos and, and plain text now because it's just not showing up as well. And so that's really valuable to know, but it's valuable to know because I then take that third step and I look at the big picture and say, how do these things tie together? How are these networks supporting each other? How are these impacts? How are how are these networks impacting my opt-ins, my purchases, my customer engagement, my potential client engagement, my lead generation? Are these networks really doing their job? And so those are really the three pieces you want to look at. You want to look at the cosmetics. You want to really take a hard look at your numbers, and of course, you really want to look at the big picture. Because again, we don't want to spend all of our time in all of the places. 
very few of you who are listening to this show got into this to spend all day on Facebook or Twitter or Snapchat or LinkedIn or any other network. However, you know you need to invest time there to build your community, to move the needle in your business, and to really have the impact it is that you are trying to have uh, and, and to do what it is that you need to be doing in the world. To do that, you have to get on social and you have to pay attention. But that doesn't mean that you have to spend all your time there. It doesn't mean you have to lose hours a day there. It doesn't mean you have to spend thousands of dollars there. It just means that you need to have a really, really honest look at what's happening on a regular basis. And so that's what I want to close this episode on, is how often do you do one of these social media reviews? I review my social media on a very small scale once a month. Sort of pay attention to the numbers, see how things are going, comparing what's worked and what hasn't. On a larger scale, I do a more in-depth look about once a quarter, and then once a year, I do it at the end of the year, um, I take a really, really broad strokes look at, is this serving my goals? And as we have it now, is this setting me up for success in my goal for the next year? And so you're gonna dive deeper and look at larger pieces of time depending on which of these you're doing, but it's a whole lot easier to do that big annual check-in when I know how things have been going throughout the year. So don't just don't just wait until uh, you know November, December, January, or if you're more of a mid-year person, don't wait till you know June, July, August to really dig in on this stuff. Dig in on this stuff pretty regularly. So when you go to do that big picture review, you have some information to work from. You have some comparison uh, to look at. Okay. All right, so again, do this now. Take action. Uh, This is your three-step or three-piece social media review. If you would like to really up-level it, I would love to work with you on this. Just check out um, thestacyharris.com slash review, and you can check out the two review options to work with me. They're really, really reasonably priced, um, and it's a great way to get some expert eyes on what you're doing uh, and get out of your own head. If you can't swing that, Get a buddy, get an accountability partner, work together. Whatever you do, take action so that the the time we've spent together today is meaningful and impactful for your business, okay? All right, I will see you next time.